No. We were learning last week a mimer from Ravneria about the work of a little bit about the Tzaddik of Shai Shapir, the, the brother of the Piyasatsna, the Eshkardish. He spoke about last week a little bit. And in this mimer, um, Ravneria speaks about the Chiddush of this cipher that we're going to learn. Eretz Chayfetz, which is a compilation of Rav Kook's Tyrus on the Indian of Kedushas HaAretz of Eretz Yisrael. So we're on page, on page Kuf Mem, it says on the bottom, although you can see it says Kuf Mem. Ba'isat Kuf, the second paragraph, four lines from the top of the page. Just a little bit more background about this tzaddik. Now you remember that Reb Shaila left Poland, I mean, there were a couple of trips back and forth, the interruption because of World War One, and he returned to HSL and he became involved, in, initially he became involved in in uh, construction, working on construction sites in Yerushalayim, working with his two hands, trying to keep his identity as much as possible, he tried to keep it a secret, but he was discovered, and he became something of a uh, of a Rebbe of the Chalutzim. He became a Rebbe of the Chalutzim. <clears throat> so in that time, there were two, there were two um, um, objectives that the, that the Chalutzim had at that time, including the religious Chalutzim, of course, was to work on building the cities, building up the cities, but in addition to that, of course, going out, going out, to, the, uh, going out to the fields, Going out to the Moshavot, to the farms, and to the and to the kibbutzim. So, those original those original members of the this uh, growing community of Jews who were committed to Torah mitzvahs and to working the land uh, were not were not satisfied. Also, with remaining. In the uh, in Yushalayim with the buildings in Tel Aviv and so on, Lagam his arus pekarka with Yashvus achalkois, they were very committed to to working the land and to establishing uh, agricultural settlements. Uchederach uchederach shekamu oz kvutzos binyan be'arim, and therefore the same way that there were groups um, that that gathered together. To uh, work on building up the cities, so too the reforming collective settlements that began. And so too, to to these to these groups that uh, they were digging in with their with their fingernails into the rocks and into the and, and clearing out swamps. 
Reb Shaila went to these different kibbutzim, to these different yeshuvim out in the fields to give chizik, to be ma'ayde, to encourage. Bedrochem le'drochem rochuv al-sus. Bedrochem le'drochem means he found all different ways. You know, they didn't have, uh, in those days, he didn't have not a kvish echad, not shtayim, not shalosh. There were no, it was a big mess, everything. And somehow, somehow, in all of these far-flung little settlements, uh, the uh, the Admor HaChalutz would show up, Rochov uh, Alsus, he would show up on his horse, he would come by horse, Hiftia Keparish, like like he was like a like uh, uh, like it says in the Pasuk Rishbay, but like a horse a horse driver, a professional. They were very surprised. Also, and his appearance warmed the hearts of all of the Jews in these in these settlements. So this fellow Chaim Broder, who was in the uh, kibbutz or the kibbutzah that was called kibbutzas hanetziv, it's a religious, a religious chevra, uh, right outside of Tzvas. He wrote, "Aya Rav Shapira." He said that that Rav Shapira was here, and hevenu lefanav is matzavenu, and we reported to him our matzav, meaning hachamur that they. They were living in terrible, terrible, difficult conditions, all kinds of malaria and sorrows that they had in these places. And he doesn't say exactly how, but the Rav Shapira helped B'miktsas in some way, a little bit, he helped to, to, uh, our matzav. When he, he, he came, he appeared like a, an excellent, uh, again, a, a horse, a horseman. Lamadnu bipiv pizman yafa, and he taught us he taught us a, a beautiful a beautiful nigan. Hamushab bipinu leitim kravis. That we sing very often this nigan. La fogas tsar haklita to try to take away some of the tsar, uh, uh, the 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 difficulty, the anguish that we have over over klita, meaning being able to settle the land, the absorption. With the words haavar ayin, it's fa- famous. Uh, it's not exact. It's not clear exactly the shares of this. There's different views of where this comes from originally. But Havar Ayin, it's a very popular, it's a very popular uh, nigan by the Chassidim. The past, whatever was in the past, Ayin, it's gone. Forget about it. Ha'asid, the future. Uh, it says Adayin or Nenodayin. It's it hasn't yet happened. Ha'hover and the present is Keher Ayin. It passes like the blink of an eye. Imkain, therefore, Daigeminayin. Why should anybody be worried about anything? There's not the the past is is finished. The future hasn't come yet, and the present takes a second. So daigemi nine. So why worry? <laughs> why worry? So he taught him this. He was mechazik them with this nigin. What's interesting, and we'll see at the end of this. We're going to skip. We'll see the end of the mind. What's What's interesting, of course, is that even though he parted from the way of the family, and he left the whole world of Poland behind, and the the. Uh, the position that was that was prepared from the time that he was a little boy to be a big uh, to be a big rabbi, he left all of that behind. But he he just he remained a rabbi. Just he was a rabbi on a horse. That's it. He remained a rabbi on a horse. And, uh, he, he was a rabbi. He stayed but on a horse and with a different lavush. He still kept his he kept the tzura, uh, the beautiful tzura that he had. But he became he became like a rabbi from the old style, the Balshantov Akadosh that went out. They went out to the Hamoynam, they went out to the simple Jews, and was Mechazik, the simple Jews, and sang with them and said Torah with them. And that's really the way that he spent <clears throat> the uh, last part of his, of his life, 
uh, during that. So he returned to the uh, to the Rebbe He returned to the way of, of the Rebbe from Poland, just with this chiddush that he was on fire with Eretz Yisrael, and he and he gave tremendous chizik to the Jews who were trying to settle the land. Lokal It wasn't easy to it wasn't easy to try to soften the the, the pain and the the tsar, the anguish that these Jews were going through. And these are such idealistic people, and and they they every 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 turn, every single turn, everywhere they went, they 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 had such hardship. The most disappointing thing I mentioned last week, and we're going to skip that whole history here. It's not a, it's not we're not studying history, but I just wanted to give it time. The most disappointing thing was the, the was the difficulty they had from the from the secular Zionists, from the Jews themselves. It wasn't wasn't from the Arabs. Many many of the Arabs were were helping and cooperating. It's sad it's sad to say. The the greatest difficulties they had were from other Jews, from uh, from the uh, from the uh, from Bengurians, from those from those Jews. Those were the difficulties that they had. Not only were they not being helped, but every step along the way, obstacles and and uh, the the hisnagdis to the fact that they were from. And it's a very sad it's a very sad chapter in our history. And therefore, they had to strengthen themselves with tremendous koiches and nefesh. To be able to, to be able to manage. And they, they, they only lived with the hope for, for the days that would come, for the future. And therefore, the koich ha'amida, the koich to, to continue was drawn from the vision that they had of the future. Because the, 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 the life that they were living was very, very difficult. They had terrible difficulties that they encountered from outside, outside problems with, with just the, the physical difficulties, and also in Yonim with some of the locals. And uh, and from within, as I said, within from among the Jews themselves. Skip to Kuf Mem Gimel on the left side. What I'm skipping is the whole thing that happened between the Mizrahi, Paul Mizrahi, and Estadrut. I'm not. Uh, that's not something we have to be Isaac in. Abishayelu wanted very, very badly to bring about um, some achdus between the factions, the religious and the non-religious. And there were many of his own chaveim were against that. They felt that there was no hope in trying to make any, in trying to get together with the with the non-religious, with the secular Zionists. There was no hope in that. And um, and Rav Cook himself, uh, Rav Cook himself initially was very excited about that. But over time, he, he he began to see more and more how it was necessary for the religious, for the religious chalutzim to to separate and to work on their own. So this was a period of, of tremendous disappointment for for Reb Shail, uh, back and forth between the Mizrahi and the Paul Mizrahi, Bechlalim, Bachloikis with the Kernak Hayemet, with the secular Zionists, all kinds of rishus, terrible, terrible rishus on the part of Jews from the Kernak Hayemet and the, the future Histadrut, and just terrible, terrible things. It's not, especially before Shoshone, we don't have to see bad things about Jews, but it was just bad stuff. Mishnah says to sell. Let's let's begin from there. Kuf Mem Gimel. And just let's finish quickly the, this little hakdama. Mishnah says Yisrael shall harav. The whole, the whole Torah of Rav Kook regarding Eretz Yisrael. Mishnah says Yisrael shall harav. Loy bevas aches nishnesa. He didn't. He didn't take off a year to give just shiurim and shmuzin on the Indian of Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't at one time that Rav Kook taught this sugi of Eretz Yisrael. Ela megilois megilois nitna. 
borrowing the Lashon of the Gemara the Hengitin, that it was Megillus, Megillus, that he taught it constantly, always, but pieces. So it makes the writings of Cook so difficult that it wasn't, it wasn't uh, all together in order. Megillus, Megillus, which means in different times. Spread out. Therefore, his his teachings regarding Eretz are spread out all over his 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 writings and his writings. Of course, this, as I told you, there's still many much of his Torah that we don't have yet, and it's so many different in Yonim and spread out. In his Mamorim and also the letters, the many letters that he wrote. All over his Torahs. Most of what he produced in writing was not printed, was not published during his lifetime. Even the little bit that was printed already then. What was important was in order to be able to in order to be able to get a sense of Rav Kook's Torah and Eretz Yisrael, it was necessary to gather together from all of these different places that even the little that was available then, since then there's so much more. That's why in the in the, in the uh, Eretz Chefes that we have, we're going to be filling in with a lot of the Maram Akimis that that the publishers of, the, of Eretz Chefes, the later, this last edition, that they filled in with some of the Maram Akimis from Ksavim that the, that the Rebbe, that the uh, Admar Chalutz didn't have. But even from the even from what he had, it was all over the place. It was the Bechlal no Seder at all. And therefore, it was He had to try to weave together imra a teaching with another teaching, rayon rayon an idea with another idea. Things that stand at the at the high on the highest level of the world, very very deep tires. And we know that the poetic, the poetic style of Rav Cook made things. Very, very, very difficult to understand, and part of the difficulty is the the fact that everything is spread out, and, and and there's no, there doesn't seem to be anything binding together, one letter with another letter, one Torah with another Torah, and and to try to weave this together into a Mishnah of Eretz Yisrael, to, into Mishnah Sraf Kuk for Eretz Yisrael. This is a huge, huge chacham that could only be done by a tremendous Talmud chacham who understood what Rav Kook was talking about. There aren't too many people, there were never, and there aren't too many people, including myself, who understand that. When I say, I mean, including myself that don't understand. I'm among those who don't understand. All of us, as I said always in the beginning, we're just trying our best. We're trying our best. But you see that even nowadays, that the Iker Avayda, besides trying to explain Rav Kook, that almost every, almost every week there's another Sefer coming out. Oh, Hashem, it's been so many years trying swarm that are explaining Rav Kook, just to try to explain. And all of those are always, they always say that we're just trying our best to understand what he's saying. But the Ikra Avayid is to try to put together. This Iris Hanavua came out around 15 years ago. Again, to take Rav Kook's Taurus on the Indian of Ruha Kaidish Hanavua. Swarm yesterday. The, a new edition of the Eilis Haria of, the, of Rav Kook's parish on the Siddur arrived in America just yesterday. I know because I just got it. <laughs> and it, it, it arrived <clears throat> with a new printing and with Tikkunim. Everything is being done to try to help the generation of Mashiach understand 
this Torah of Rav Kook, which is Mamish Torah, so Mashiach, to understand, to, to breathe life into us. But it's so hard because his writing is so hard. It's so hard. And, and he refused to change it. He would not budge. There was a tremendous effort that was made during his lifetime uh, to, to change things, to write things over in a, in a simpler way. He was, that's a whole history about that and his opposition to changing things. Kaishi, here and there, he, here and there he allowed for some editing. When he wasn't looking, they tried to chaperain with certain things. <laughs> and there were all, there's all kinds of, there's a, there's a whole complicated history I mentioned last week with the Siksavim and all kinds of machloikis and, and what was Rebbe Tzvi Yehuda's, uh, many of the things that he, the Rebbe Tzvi Yehuda was covering up and concealing and other Talmudim. There's a whole, there's a whole history. But Rebbe Shaila was at the time before there was any Seder. So Kiblu Panam Chadoshes. But he was able to somehow to bring some seder, at least to this Indian of Eretz Yisrael, to try to put things together, to give panam chadoshes, to give it a panam chadoshes that that Jews would be able to understand. And the, the warm ruach and the 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 lahat nishmos on the fire of the neshama uh, of of I think he's I don't know if he's talking about he's talking about either Rav Kook or Rav Shaila Henikolam Oitzmer Rabo Krina Chazak I think he's talking about Rav Kook gave the, these writings tremendous power and tremendous light Harav lo lo if milosis the varal kedushas Eretz Yisrael Rav Kook didn't tire. Never ever stop talking about Eretz Yisrael. Ubinyana ba'alper, and the build and the need to build up Eretz Yisrael both orally, ubiksav and in writing. B'chol eis mitzayis mitzayi whenever he had an opportunity. B'chol shas koyshe whenever there was a, an opportune time. V'ha'admor ha'chalutz, and the admor ha'chalutz of Rav Yishai Shapirazal nechlots lalakeit es pnine amarav shalharav. He went about collecting these pearls of Rav Kook's teachings on Eretz Yisrael, and he he set them up in a in a beautiful way, in order. the twelve chapters of this sefer that, that we have. Mr. Shem should be coming. Uh, I, I thought it was going to come by today. It was a little bit of a, a little bit of a delay. It should be coming, Mr. Shem. I hope to have it next week. And he gave it a beautiful name. Uh, Eretz Chefetz, land of longing, of desire. Leket Zed, this this collection, this Likud, Nitfas B'Yushalayim B'Charaf, Tafresh Sadik, in the winter of 1930. In the winter of 1930, so Rav Kook was still alive. In the, in the winter of 1930, that's when Eretz Chefetz was published in Yushalayim. Ubiyachon Haheid, and in this very famous uh, Monthly journal. That's uh, hey, means the echo. It's a famous journal in Israel all of those times. The the uh, editor there, I guess, wrote some sort of a, a review of Eretz Chayfetz. Uh, and the wrote about the unique style of the Rav, of Rav Kook, that that. Um, Ma'ilas at the varm the dargus parikshira that that he saw that, that 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 this was really this was uh, from the earliest the earliest efforts I mean the Arzat Shuva just then 
that this was from the, the beginning of of the world of Afkuk becoming becoming known and available. I mean, what a tzaddik it was, and, and so on. But that his Torah should be able to be learned by the Hamayin Am. This really was a monumental a monumental uh, thing that took place when Eretz Chayfetz came out. So the writers there in the journal write the following: Torah Yisrael Kulam Ulafes Amoros Naalois B'Shavach Eretz Yisrael Kedushaso. Throughout our Torah, Torah Shabbosav and Torah Shabbalpeh, there are many, many, many things that are written regarding the, the greatness of Eretz Yisrael, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, Sheikhus Yisrael, the Sheikhus that Eretz Yisrael, the Kesha, the connection between Eretz Yisrael and the Jewish people, and Am Yisrael that we're going to begin, Eretz Chavis, begins with. All of our Torah, Torah Shabbat and Torah is filled with tremendous longings, expressions of longing to return to Eretz Yisrael. And to settle Eretz Yisrael, Kol Dor Vador, every generation of Tzadikim of Talmid Chacham, Hoisiv Zar Tefara added a crown of splendor. The Shiras Netzach to this song of eternity, Shabeng Yisrael, this relationship between the Jewish people, the Eretz Mukharaso, and their land. Vasefer Eretz Chefetz, and the Sefer that just came out at that time, Eretz Chefetz, who Perak Shira Shal Hador is the Perak Shira. Is the parak of song, shall hadorazav of this generation. Boboli de bitui nala kmihas kmihas knesis Israel, in which is expressed in a very exalted way the great longing of the Jewish people. Shabbatarenu in our generation, vikisuvehel la eretz chayfes, her yearning for eretz chayfes for eretz Israel. The gulasa, the redemption of the land, ule binyana and building of the land. The Toichai Nes will call her Ayonis Ayofim. In this Sefer, Eretz Chavetz are gathered together all of the beautiful concepts, ideas, the sayings, teachings, Shenichtavu B'Shavach Eretz Yisrael regarding Eretz Yisrael Ayidei Godel Hador by the Godel Hador Umeshayra Hayahadus and the great poet of Yiddishkeit Hados Religious Judaism B'Dar Hazer Hagorin Rav Mitzchok Hakorin Kuk. Call Imrahi Pnina Yakar. Every single Torah is a is a precious pearl. Both in terms of the Teichen, the content, and the style of writing. The Sefer is, has been uh, or, uh, organized into 12 chapters. These are what, what we're going to be learning about. The connection between Israel and the Jewish people. Which we already were learning about in Eretz Torah. Then Hamitzvah Satluyas Baruch, the unique quality of the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael v'Hagoyla, the relationship between Eretz Yisrael and Golis, Hatzipiyah Yeshua, the longing of the Jewish people for salvation to return, Hatchiyah v'Hagula, the revival of the Jewish people and redemption, Or HaYeshua, the next page, Let's see if that's the last page you have, Or HaYeshua, the light of salvation, Chaim Ruach, the physical and the spiritual in terms of the settlement, the connection between the physical work in the land and the ruchnias, the spiritual uh, uh, quality of the land, ovois ubanim, the relationship between parents and children vis-a-vis, the the union of settling the land, tafkid tzadike hador, and the unique role of tzadike hador, of the tzadikim of the generation, and all of these the author, Rabbi Shaila, was able to bring together and to create a beautiful unity of all of these 12 inyonim of, of Rav Kook's 
Torah regarding Eretz Yisrael. B'prokim elu in these chapters, there's a very incisive, very deep uh, uh, clarification of Bira. All of the issues, the questions that are connected to to the revival of our land, the building of our holy land, that Orthodox Judaism is struggling with and confused about for more than 50 years. 50 years, it's a, a couple of thousand years. But he's talking about the, the, all of the, 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 dif, the differences between the parties. He's talking about, uh, uh, of, in modern times, of those who wanted to come back to HSL and, uh, and, and uh, all of the confusion. The solutions that Rav, Kook's, that Rav Kook brings forth they're all using the deepest Torahs of the Jewish people, both in Machkar, philosophy, and B'Shvilei HaMestorin and Kabbalah. Harav Yeshai Shapir, Rabbi Yeshai Shapir Mevayar B'Hakdamoso, he explains in his Hakdama, we're not going to learn the Hakdama. If you have a chance, when we get the Sefer, it's Kedai to take a look, it's not hard, and it's Kedai to look over a little bit the Hakdama, of Yeshai but Rabbi Shail explains in his Hagdama Shitas Harav Bechol Hanyonim Ha'ela. The overall Shita of Rav Kook Bechol Hanyonim Ha'ela. Ha'im demirum o'ilom ashal yahadis that are standing at the highest place of uh, of the Jewish world. Yesh kan leirak shifas rayonis mavikim. Not only is there a, 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 a wellspring of very deep ideas, ki im shita shlema v'kelelis. But rather, there's a shita shleim of My idea is to actually usually read the Hagdama before learning. I'd rather learn the Hagdama afterwards, as sort of a, putting things together. We'll learn the Hagdama. But there's a whole shita there of Kukat. that has the ability to to pave pathways for the Rabbim, for the multitudes, meaning for the Jewish people, in our way of understanding Eretz Yisrael and the need to return and to build the land, and so on. Proper for any every person who's knowledgeable in Torah, Likro Biyunas Hasefer to learn the Sefer very carefully. Rabbi Meila Shenavsham Achulas Sveikos Vislaptuyos and many many uh, uh, many Jews whose whose souls are preoccupied with all kinds of uncertainties, Sveikos and and questions and so on. Yimsu Besefer they will find in this Sefer Nitfeit Sorry Marpa they will find drops of 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 medicine like healing uh, cure for their for their for their troubled souls. Inyan miyuchad yimtsu by Rabbanim atifim, especially when it comes to the Rabbanim who are speaking to the, to the, to the public, who are teaching the public. Ha-sefer nitfas behidarav, the sefer was, was printed in, in a very beautiful way. Umutsarefis, for those times, umutsarefis elav tumunas merana agon refkan, also has a picture of Kook in it. Remember, you're talking about 1930, so this was like a, Deluxe. It has a picture also of Cook. The Kaimus Josefia Kaiser, who whole base as well. It sounds like you know, there's a every Jewish home should have a copy of this Sefer. That's what he says. Shuais Chamas Elu. These these warm words. Al Yikrais Erkashal Haleket regarding the value, the precious value of this compilation. Shekomer Kol Kulit Perik Shiru Neisa B'Shiru San Netzach Shiyisrael Veres Mucharoso. That is really the song. Of the the sefers, the uh, the teachings of Rav Kook is the song of the Jewish people of the eternity of that relationship between uh, between Am Yisrael, Mitzrayim, Balak, and Atzmoi, Vloy, Ben So this this um, 
this little review that we just read from the from that journal is really focused on only on the leket, on the likut, on the material, uh, uh, on the on the sefer. It doesn't speak at all about the atmor chalutz about Reb However, Avneria says it's important to to repeat and to emphasize sheleket zeh misdois hayun shel harav that this compilation that comes from the from the from the uh, teachings the thoughts of Rav Cook nesaf mikaydem beruach shel hamalaket were gathered together according to the ruach of the milaket of the one who compiled it alvor atzmai when he was learning it was meaning Reb Shaila who was who, who was completely in love with Eretz Yisrael and was committed to Yishev HaAretz, it was through his learning of Rav Kook's Torah that he brought all of this together. And Nergav Machshavto, that it was, all, it was all forming, coming together in his mind, in, in, the, in, the, in the Rebbe's mind, in Reb Shaila's mind. Reish's Kol Etzarach Bisusahu B'Teshleves Shal Torah B'Tzion It was all part of, of, uh, of uh, establishing the foundation of his, of, of, of his longing to bring together Torah and Eretz Yisrael. His dream of of Torah and avoid of Torah and Eretz Yisrael. Who lorak arachis like at Therefore, there he said he didn't just gather together. It's not like he just went and opened up some boxes and put together some some uh, some papers. Who lorak arachis like at hamarom bonim hem arachis eunus shleimet. Not only did he build a beautiful beautiful amarachis eunus like a whole mahalach, a whole mishnah, a whole sheet to understand the Rav Kook and Eretz Yisrael. Elogam Chai Oisam, Reb Shaila lived. He lived this Torah. He didn't only. He wasn't only malakit to gather to the other Rav Kook's teachings. He mamish lived this Torah. Who Chai Ban? When we talk Shalayrak, Aricha Sefrus is And therefore, the Sefer that we're holding in our hands is not only a literary uh, creation, pre Avodas Moach, the result of uh, of the work of a, 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 of this. Of Reb Shaila's brain, of his mind, of his intellect, but really mostly, it was a deep spiritual, um, it was a deep spiritual undertaking to put together this this sefer. It was the chayinefesh. It was the life of Reb Shaila's soul, mamish. Pre It was it's the pre is the fruit of avodah Not just that he's a brilliant person, which he was, but it's the pre avodah that which occupied and filled his heart, which is the Indian of Yisrael. Therefore, when he came out, it awakened a, tr- a tremendous. It became very, very created a tremendous stir and excitement among among the those the, in, in the hearts of many of those who are faithful to Torah mitzvahs. You have to keep in mind that the non-religious, the secular Zionists, were putting out tons and tons of poems and mamarim and all kinds of articles that had nothing to do with God. They had nothing to do with Torah mitzvahs, about, uh, about settlement, about the all just about, uh, about the, the, the secular Zionist idea of, of returning to the land. And, and the religious Jews felt, as they should have felt, very, very, very far removed from the from the, the whole literature, all of the literature that was coming out, tons of stuff that was being written. And they didn't they they didn't have it. They were looking back on the Kuzari or pieces from the Maharal and trying to find different places in, in, in 
the Chazals and in Tanakh, but to actually have a Rebbe for Torah's Eretz that there should be the one who would sing the song and to write the poem that comes from the heart of a tzaddik, to put it all together about Eretz Yisrael, that hadn't, that w- it wasn't there. It just wasn't there. Therefore, this Sefer became a source of life and, and spiritual nourishment. Amud Or, it became a pillar of light. Shapolis Nesiv Larab, that paved a pathway for the, for the many, for the, for the, for the, for the from people in Israel and all over the world, that in our world it is filled with searching and with confusion. And all of the complicated problems that are part of this mahalach, this whole mahalach of the revival of the Jewish people in their land. Where there's so much holiness, but there's so much chol, there's so much profanity that are together, there's such a confusion, there's such a confusion. And, and this was the first, this was the first sefer that came out. Because the Oilam couldn't really learn Rev Cook's things the way that it was before. So when Eretz Chafetz came out, it became like, it became mamish, like the Torah of Chsav and Torah Shabal Peh, became the, 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 the Tanakh and the Gemara of the, of, of, of from people that, that, that were, that loved Eretz Yisrael and, and were, and with, and were, and were sharing the enthusiasm with the secular Zionists, but they couldn't relate to the secular Zionists. Bechlal, they couldn't relate to the secular Zionists. It was all about nationalism and about had nothing to do with the Kaddish Baruch, or it appeared to have nothing to do with it. We believe that every Jew has that. But it was very much not the Ruach of, of, of Torah Mitzvahs. So to help sort out, to separate and to make sense of how should a Jew that's, that's Shema Torah Mitzvahs, how should, he, how should he look at what's happening and what's going on? So Rav Kook's Torah and Eretz Yisrael became available through this sefer to the Hamayin Am. Hamoros v'arayonos hachasumos b'chaysmas shel Karengadol. All of these teachings and these ideas, of course, are sealed with the seal of the Karengadol of Rav Kook. Oydeduas haruchos gave tremendous, tremendous encouragement. Bibitzar and tikva v'ayz hamuna with with fortresses of hope and great strength of faith. Kibesayfer shaldava, it gave great hope. And encouragement to the to the to, to uh, Am Yisrael that that ultimately ultimately Tia Yad that ultimately kedusha will prevail, kedusha will prevail, and Yad Hakodesh that Eretz Yisrael will not that Eretz Yisrael will not um, um, that Eretz Yisrael will, will not be the future of Eretz Yisrael will not be determined by Jews who have no shaykes to Torah by Jews who are so far removed from kedusha. So it gave hope to it gave hope to all Jews who are faithful to the Torah and Mitzvahs that in the end Yad Hakodesh that the Yad Hakodesh the Kedusha will be victorious. And we have to continue to work hard in the Karavas Yeshua Hashem Al Amayvanachalasa and to bring closer and closer the Yeshua of Hashem for his nation and for his inheritance to Eretz Yisrael. Hadvarm Higilat Fusais. Eretz Chayfes, the Sefer reached Chutz Laaretz. V'lo ma'atim heim eila ashen nisayru v'nischazku mikaychem. And many, many people were mischazik from the Eretz Chayfes. V'olu, and because of their learning the Sefer, they decided to come to Eretz Yisrael. Olu v'olu u'bol Eretz Hakodesh. They went to Eretz Yisrael, live nice to build the land u'lihibonais ba and to be built by the land. Ligal to redeem the land, Uli Yigal, and to be redeemed, Al Yoda, through her.
through Eretz Yisrael. Zochah Rav Yishai Shapirizal, L'shamish Shoifer L'koylo Shemran HaRav Zatzal. And Reb Shaila became the Shoifer of the voice, through which the voice of Rav Kuk was, being, was, was, was able to be heard in Eretz Yisrael and throughout the Jewish world. Kol Hashem B'koycha Shotar, the the call the the sound the voice of Hashem through the strength of Torah, Kol Berama, Asher Asher Pesach Sharon, who, uh, that he, that's the uh, the introduction of Rabbi Shailo, who opened up the gates of the Jewish world to to uh, to Eretz Yisrael, Sharei Hisayrus Lifdus Am Hashem, the gates of the Hisayrus, the awakening of Bedus, the salvation of Am Hashem. Of the Jewish people, Ugulas Nachlas Hashem, and the redemption of Eretz Yisrael, Nachlas Hashem, La to return to the land, Let Sion, Labinian Yushalayim. The Ketsira Sa'imer, Amad Nukan, Rav Neri says, I just was trying to be very brief, to talk Al Yakar Teferis Ish Yusush Larav Yishai Shapira, just very briefly about the, the great, the Yakar Teferis, the beauty and the splendor of the, the personality of Rabshayel Shapira. If you want to get a better sense of the unique personality of this tzaddik, Rabbi Shaila, you can read the Sefer, Admura Chalutz, one of the Chavah from the Shul, I told you, photostatted, uh, you can't get this in the stores, photostatted the Sefer for me that I, 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 I enjoyed so much. Uh, he photostatted the entire Sefer, was able to get it in the library and photostatted it, and I have it at home. If anybody would like to see it, I'm happy to share it. To the Sefer Admor Achalutz, Meita Hamavurach Shor Rav Safra Pshat Sedon Yichaye Zal Tel Aviv. That came out in 1961. Since then, in 19 in uh, in um, 1992, you see in footnote three, there's a new Sefer I haven't seen. I would love to see. I don't know. I don't know where you get this, but uh, there's a uh, there's a new Sefer. I guess I can go to the Yeshiva, the library. May I hope to try to find it over there. I didn't I didn't I didn't think of it. They, have, uh, they probably have it there. But Achron Yatzalor is Sefer Mamarav. I told us Chayav there. There's a collection in this new Sefer called Va'aleinu Hamalacha Ligmor. It says in Pirkei Avos Lo Alacha Hamalacha Ligmor. You just have to start. You can't. That's up to Hashem to finish. But the, they call this this Sefer by Reb Shai is called Aleinu Hamalacha Ligmor. It's enough of that. We have to. We have to work. We have to get. We have to go into it with, with the idea to finish the job. So I haven't seen this. This was printed in in Beit El in Tavshin and Beis. Uh, so there's some new, there's a new biography and a collection of Amarim of Reb Shaila. Uh, every, the, the old one is, is that that is from 1961. Achain, however, Roi He says, "I want to finish." Rav Neriya says, "I want to finish." By just discussing for a moment, for a second, the 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 conclusion of the life, the end of the life of Admar Chalutz. Which is the time that he spent in the settlement, the religious settlement of Kvarpinus. After he reached his fiftieth, his fiftieth birthday when he was fifty, he ran away from the very honored position that he was in in Yushalayim with Tel Aviv. And he just freed himself from all of the responsibilities. Mitoch ha'arocha ve'imun that he had been taking care of with tremendous skill and talent and so on. As far as the Paul Mizrahi is concerned, all of the work that he was doing with Paul Mizrahi. Ve'isyashev be'pina ha'chalak and he settled. He just left everything. He left the city. 
and he returned to the farming settlement Harchek Miadam Ha'ir, far from, far from the uh, men of the city. And he returned as he had started when he first came to Israel. He returned to that way of physically, himself, with his body. And he went back to working on the farm. And the farm of rocks, domain, plants, and animals. The human being, the human being is a medaber, bal haruach mamalala, which the ruach mamalala is a speaking being. The human being is defined in brachas. Vahiyel mladafish chay. The talking translates ruach mamalala, malo oisam umisala yadam, who has the ability through his words to lift up all of creation and to be uplifted through all of creation. Maisiza, this decision of Reb Shaila to return to the land to leave everything in the city behind and all of the, the organization and all of that that meant and to just return to the simple life of the farm. It was done almost, he says, completely, it was almost in secret. He just disappeared. Just, I guess, turned off his cell phone and disconnected his computer and he just disappeared. This made a tremendous impression. He just showed up. He showed up there in, the, in that religious settlement. That was populated by old Paul Mizrachniks. And he became, at the end of his life, he became a Polish Rebbe again. He left the offices in Yushalayim and Tel Aviv that he had been busy in for those 20 some odd years. And he went back to the, to the settlement. And what did he do over there? So he began to, to draw these Jews close with with ropes of kesem means of charisma. All the Jews who came into contact with him in those final those, that final period of his life, all the people who had Jews who had been with him, rather, people, there were people that knew him over the couple of decades that he had been in Eretz Yisrael, and, and many and many of them would, at the end of his life, would go see him. Besides the Jews who lived over there, people would come from all over to go see him, El Pinoso, to his little corner in that, in that uh, settlement. Valbeso, they came to his home, uh, and call it a home. In the book that I have, there's a picture of his home. Uh, I, don't know, I wouldn't call it a home these days, not even a bungalow, but they, not, not a bungalow. They came there, they were warmed by his light. Those things, he was very, very soft spoken. Everything about him says he was very idle, very, very refined, and very gentle natured. And he spoke very quietly. But the things that he said quietly, these Fabrengans with friends, Zochul Maruba were heard everywhere. It was to be heard by many people. Jews would come from different places to spend Shabbos with him. And they would come, loud sounds, noises would come out from the house, from that little house of Zmiris, Yeshenis of Old Nigunim, Lacharm Chadashim and Nunigunim. Shechubra Yada that he composed. 
And once again, like it was when he was in, in, in Poland, they would hear the sound of his, of his, uh, of his violin on Mosei Shabbos. Without trying to, without making any attempt to, the crown of being a Chesidish Rebbe was once again upon his head. And the glory and the splendor of the home of his father and grandfather was once upon, what was once again upon him was he was wearing once again. That's what he became at the end of his life. I think we could use it, some rabbis like this. They're, all rabbis are wonderful, all tzaddikim are wonderful, all Jews are wonderful, but oh, do we need some rabbis like this? And Ravneri ends in a very beautiful way. And he says, Ilu Zachinu. If we only Zaycha. He died such a short time later. He, I don't know, he, was, he, was, he was this. He was only able to do this for, I think, a year or two. I don't know, very short. Ilu Zachinu, if we would have been Zaycha. Haysa Mispatachas Khan, his Chajus Chasidis Miuchedes. They would have perhaps developed a new Hasidish, a new way of Hasidis. His Chachus Hasidis, a revival of Hasidis in, in, in this modern form. A revival in, in Hasidis. Madur Eris Yisraelis, an Ezeseldike version of, of the way of the Balsham Tev. This was 51? He was 51? He died? Did they say he went there when he was 50? 50. And he just lived for a year? I don't remember exactly. It's, I, I forgot how old he was, it says. And I'll look, up, I'll look back in the beginning. I'll see how old he was. Because there was just a paragraph that said he went somewhere when he was 50. One second. Or he used it when he was nifter. Right, I'll check you afterwards. No, it was a short time. I don't remember exactly. It was a short time. There would have been a new chassidus, a new way of chassidus, and as a seldik of chassidus that was ranana, fresh, vibrant, filled with the strength of faith and the vision of, of the revival of our people in Eretz Yisrael. Ulam loy zochahu. Rebshayla was not zoicha. And we still haven't been Zaycha for this. He, unfortunately, he, he left the world very soon. No, he only left behind a story of his life, a beautiful story of his life, of his life, and beautiful family. That continues his path with love. And with Yosher and Yashus, Bechain Ubisifar, with great charm, with great chain, and with great splendor, with, with great uh, Tiferes. Okay. Yes. No, his grandson. No, his grandson. Yeah. Uh, grandson, a great grandson. Grandson. Yeah. In, in Ramat Shamash. I just saw, I saw him when I was there. Someone I was by the, by the Hasna. If you look at that, same, same type of.
Very, very, very sweet, very special person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's let's just start. Let's start. Now you have you should have in front of you the page that you have. I thought we would have the safer by now. So um, you know, everybody. So let, let's. It doesn't make sense. Let, let's let's stop here. I want that we should be able to learn. We'll begin with the safer magician, and the page that you have that you got today. Just hold on to it because Reb didn't ha- only ha- brought the first sentence that he had from the Irish. So we, the page that I gave you is the, is the completion of that piece from the Irish. So hold on for that. And I'm Hashem, next day of Shabbos, Nachyantiv, we'll, hopefully we'll, each one of you will be able to have the safe and we'll learn it inside. So a good Shabbos and a good year.